Today we have Cassandra Rosa. She is an intuitive certified life coach and clarity creator. She helps millennials find the clarity they need to confidently create a fulfilling life and business. She experienced a lot of uncertainty in her purposeful career and in Africa as a volunteer, she fell in love with mentorship. She's going to tell us about her journey to find purpose through personal development and spirituality. Welcome, Cassandra. Tell us about your uncertainty in your career. I'm really curious. Yes. First, I want to thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you today. And You're Very welcome. Yeah. And the uncertainty in the career. So it goes back from when I was like really young and even elementary school, I knew I had this weird whisper in my ear about making a difference in the world, make a difference in the world. And I didn't really know what that meant. Mm -hmm. And come the time in high school where you have to figure out here in Canada, what your path is going to be after you graduate. Mm -hmm. I felt really confused about what I would do because all I knew is that I wanted to help people and I really enjoyed that. So I started to uncover a few paths, one of them being a teacher, because I always love to inform people of things, and mm -hmm. also psychology, because I love to give advice. I was that go-to person that a lot of my friends would come and ask for advice. Mm -hmm. So I ended up deciding to go to university uh, for psychology, and I enjoyed the concepts, but something was missing. And halfway through my degree, they changed the qualifications in Canada uh, to become a psychologist. They added four more years of schooling. And it was wow. kind of like the needle that broke the camel's back. Mm -hmm. I felt like at a very pivotal point where I knew I had to change my direction. But again, I didn't know what that looked like. Mm -hmm. So as I'm in my classroom um, one day at a lecture, there was this woman that came into class and she proposed this opportunity to go to Europe, to live in Europe and do a study exchange. And I felt like just the synchronicity of me wanting to change my career and looking for that next step and her coming into the classroom was perfect. So I ended up moving to Europe the following semester for wow, four months. Really? Yeah. Which, which, which country? I was in the Netherlands. Oh, really? That's uh, that's where I was born. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Maastricht cool. was where Oh, I yes. Am. Well, I lived in Maastricht. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go on. That's so amazing. I loved it because I just fell in love with um, travel. You know, it took a lot of um, assertiveness to be able to move by myself to a different continent on the other side of yeah. you know the world um so i kind at of what, pushed at myself. what age what, what, what was your so, age yeah so i was in um third year university so maybe 20 something wow. like that That's so amazing. Yeah, yeah it was it was amazing it mm -hmm. was a beautiful experience and i got to see a whole new perspective about people, the European perspective, meet a lot of different types of people and mm -hmm. kind of go outside of my bubble. And it made me realize that 
there's more to the world than what mm-hmm. I grew up with. And the European perspective, especially in the Netherlands, I love how they have more of a work-life balance, you know, in Canada, North America, it's very hustle culture. And I started to open myself up. Mm-hmm. So it was a transformational time in my life, fell in love with travel and knew I wanted to incorporate that more into my world. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I came back, I thought, now what? What am I going to do with my life? Um, Should I finish this degree? What should I do? Mm -hmm. So I ended up finishing my last semester and graduating early Mm -hmm. and got another opportunity from the same lovely woman, Christina, that came into my class to volunteer in Africa. Mm And while I was in Africa, it was one of the most transformational few weeks of my life. I absolutely fell in love with mentorship. I was mentoring these women, um, these young girls, teenagers at an after-school program. And I took them under my wing. I gave them advice and I really fell in love with it. And I realized like, and would daydream about, is there a way that I could do this for a living? It brought me so much fulfillment and mm-hmm. joy. Mm-hmm. So that was a really big turning point that kind of segued into this whole becoming a coach thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, that's amazing. This Christine woman is like a guardian angel for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Christina. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that then I came back again. Now what? What am I going to do? And I thought, okay, maybe I can make a lot of money and I can create a foundation. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, well, my family has an insurance business. I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And I did everything I had to do to get my certificate. And I would just find myself, I, I did really well because I'm a very determined type of person, but I was daydreaming a lot in the, in the cold calling, you know, that I was doing to get clients Mm -hmm. about helping people, helping people. I felt like there was more. Mm -hmm. Um, so I ended up leaving the job. Maybe I was just young and naive, but, um, getting some sales jobs and marketing jobs to cover my bases. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I really dove into personal development and in learning that it was just so eye-opening and brought me this sense of peace you know, this deep sense of peace um, and alignment of being in this place where it just felt right, which I didn't feel before because I had that when I traveled, I had that in Africa, but I didn't have that studying. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that on that psychology path that I thought I was supposed to have. So that was kind of my whisper from the universe. Mm -hmm. Um, to kind of pursue that as my path. And long story short, I ended up getting into teaching kids how to make vision board workshop, like vision boards and doing workshops in schools and then kind of segued into becoming a life coach. Wow. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And what, what happened after that? I mean, it sounds like you're followed your feeling especially right. this 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 uh peaceful feeling as soon as you right. felt peace that was more or less your sign uh, right. from the universe okay this is my new direction or this is my new step or this is and it it sounds like every time when you are ready mm-hmm. some feeling of peace or something 
come uh, came across your path and you started to explore it. Yeah, it was, I think there was always this feeling of wanting more. And again, it kind of all circles back to this making the difference thing. And when I was in that corporate job, when I was in school for psychology, there was something missing, a lot of question marks. Mm -hmm. And I think once I started to get into travel in, in the Netherlands and volunteered in Africa and started to immerse myself in personal and spiritual development, there was peace, there was fulfillment, there was alignment, and there was rightness, you know, mm -hmm. feeling like you're at home, feeling like you're in the right place mm -hmm. that was really missing in those now what moments. Mm -hmm. um, that's what, that's a term that I use a lot. I, I wrote a book about it um, of now what, what am I going to do with my life? And yeah. those feelings were that wanting more, that discontentment, I guess, is like the big thing, the lack okay. of fulfillment, the lack of rightness. Mm -hmm. That's the contrast of the feelings, if you and will. Then, yeah. And but how does it uh, did you feel it in your body or how did it expose it to, to you? Um, I feel like when there was that discontentment, there was a lot of this chest, this heaviness. Mm -hmm. Um, so once I stepped into falling in love with personal development in that like light bulb moment of this is what I meant to do, I felt ease in my body. I felt ease in my mind. Mm -hmm. Cause I also, you know, in those now what moments, my mind would go so fast of possibilities, but in an anxious way, in a scarce way, in a question mark way. So I feel like not only in my body and my chest did I feel peace when I traveled, when I was in Africa, when I um, fell in love with personal and spiritual development, but it was in my mind and, and my body and my energy too, that, mm -hmm. that home feeling, that right feeling. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I, I totally can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how did your uh, environment uh, re reacted on, on your steps or, um, right. I mean, most, most parents or most people around you get a job, you know, work hard. Right. And, uh, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I made a lot of bold moves, if you will, you know, mm -hmm. moving away from home from university, moving to Europe, going to Africa, right? Like exactly. um, creating a business at 20 years old, my first business pretty much. Right. Yes. Um, you know, and then, and then going full time doing this. So I'm um, traditionally like my family is Italian and they're very traditional. Mm -hmm. And there was always this weight on me, really again, tapping into that feeling again, this weight on my shoulders to take over the family business of insurance. Mm -hmm. So I got a lot of pullback from my family and even from my circle, because at the start, I didn't have that many uh, entrepreneurial friends. And a lot of them of my my immediate circle were going down the more traditional route of university yes. and yes. doctors and so um yeah there there was a lot of weight there was a lot of pressure mm -hmm. that i felt from other people which i really had to work through in the beginning and really go inward and focus on how i wanted to feel again that mm -hmm. fulfillment that peace that happiness that joy that that rightness that must have been tough yeah how did you find uh the right words because 
most of the time, if you do inner work mm -hmm. uh, during well circumstances, right? Oftentimes, you don't have the words who who express what you mean. Right. How did right. you manage that? Um, I think it was a lot of connecting on what I did have than not having, if that makes sense. So really leaning on and connecting to people I met in the courses, mm -hmm. um, and leaned into those people that understood, um, and amplified that gratitude rather than feeling like I had to prove myself to my family and yes. my friends. I just kind of lived in my own world um, in a way. And I think when I launched my book, they finally got it. Like there was some sort of switch. So mm -hmm. I, I kept um, my creations close to me in a way. Um, I went full steam ahead and really focused on the, the support I did have versus the support I didn't. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think it's interesting how you said about the words to choose. I kind of just told them the basics of what I was doing and then used the words and joy and appreciation and support to focus more on the people in my life that got it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's very um, brave and I would say kudos to you uh, at such a young age to make a, a stand. Right. That's pretty, pretty, pretty bold. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, I had great people in my circle that cheered me on. And I, I think especially for people that are new to entrepreneurship or are making bold moves that are outside society's norms, it's important to have that community to rely on and connect yeah. with and mentors as well, right? To that get it. Yes. It's wonderful to lean into the people that get it than feeling the need to over um, explain to the people that don't. Yes. Yeah, well, I always say the more you, if you have to explain 10 times to mm -hmm. other people, you're pe people pleasing. Huh? Right. Yeah. Right. Even yeah. three times sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it is true. <laughs> I yeah. agree. Yeah. Awesome. And then what? How, uh, how long uh, uh, is it ago that you started your business and where are you now? Right. So my first business that I started in 2015 was vision board workshops in schools and community centers. And it was really more of a passion project at that time, but I loved it because I got my feet wet in, in, in the whole process. Mm -hmm. um, and then things started to shift in 2019. I decided maybe I should step into coaching, which wasn't something that, um, I ever thought I would do, but I started to fall in love with it because it was like the psychologist and the teacher that I thought initially would be in my path kind of mended together. Mm -hmm. So I really leaned into this intuitive gift that I have. I really leaned into figuring out what helped me from now what to having fulfillment in my life. And I formulated um, what that looked like and learned the business systems of being online. And it happened quick, like six months, I ended up quitting my full-time sales job um, for Nespresso, a big, a big coffee company wow. doing sales and marketing yeah. and traveled, you know, took my laptop and again, went back on the road and traveled and worked from my laptop mm -hmm. really 
impacting people doing all my coaching online and mm -hmm. doing that. So it's been a couple of years now. I've enjoyed it. I've never felt so fulfilled. I've never felt so grateful. I've never felt so, so much peace and joy in my life, even with, you know, I, I left in December, 2019, right before the pandemic. And mm -hmm. I feel like I'm so grateful and happy and fulfilled to have created it in the process of everything that's been going on in the world, because despite what's been happening on the outside, I felt so good on the inside. Um, I totally get it. Because yeah. I, I did the same. I, I am a digital nomad uh, myself. So mm. I, I work from my laptop as well. Actually, I sold everything. So last year, so uh, wow. to, well, to create this lifestyle, because as I, as you said, uh, yeah. despite everything is going on, I feel so blessed and fulfilled and happy uh, in my life. So I totally get it. Yes, we have a, we have a lot of alignment. That's for sure. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. yes, yes, we have absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So I yeah, think and I last year even yeah. uh, I was in Mexico. And I lived in Mexico for four months, again, like in the midst of the pandemic, everybody's like, are you crazy? But it was, again, something that I, I daydreamed about of doing what I love and seeing the ocean outside the balcony. And yep. it, it was one of the best moments of my life. And even of, of 2021, waking up that first morning and seeing the ocean and uh, taking out my laptop to serve my clients. So it's possible people that are listening. Yes, if that's something yeah, you want to do. I agree. <laughs> You're an right. example and I'm an example. So in yes. that matter, uh, as I said before, before we started uh, uh, this uh, interv uh, interview, um, you're like a mini Monique. Yes. <laughs> for for, for mini uh, millennials. So yes. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So do you have um, uh, three uh, takeaways for my audience, what they can learn about your story? Right. Okay. So I would say if you are someone that's having a now what moment, mm -hmm. you are someone that is trying to figure out what's next in your life, which I know so many people are right now. It comes down to three things that I learned in my journey. Okay. Having clarity of what you want and what your path is going to look like, mm -hmm. right? Um, so for me, once I started to understand, okay, I want to make a difference in the world mm -hmm. and I want to travel mm -hmm. and I want to create more for my life and tap into that fulfilling feeling, that's when things took off for me. Mm -hmm. Second thing is leaning into... Um, the confidence, tapping into your inner confidence. You have to make big, bold moves to achieve what you want. And it can be hard. There's can be people's opinions. You can live outside the norms, but really look within yourself and choose your vision over the fear. Yeah. I think that's, that's the epitome of confidence is Absolutely. choosing the yes. vision over the fear. So that's yeah. point number two. Mm -hmm. And then I say, I think Point number three is really about getting into that alignment, getting tapping into that feeling of fulfillment mm -hmm. every single day, mm -hmm. right? So in every one of the moments, I focused on the fulfillment I had instead of what was missing. And I think that that's what allowed me to truly step into this life that I have now. So 
leaning into the gratitude and the fulfillment of having an amazing conversation with someone, leaning into the feeling of fulfillment when you learn a big lesson. Um, so yeah, I think it really comes down to clarity and confidence and creating alignment in your life. Well, uh, that's a great ending of, uh, of uh, this uh, interview uh, podcast uh, for Feel Your Feelings. Uh, we are signing off. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and uh, to another, until another podcast. Bye for now. Bye.